Amen. If you're able to stand with us tonight, John chapter number 6 and verse number 41. I want to preach a little sermon tonight that the Lord, uh, He gave me this about a few days ago. I hadn't really worked on it, but just the thoughts been on my heart uh, for several days. And then this afternoon, I got in this morning from South Mississippi and we had chapel service. And, and uh, so uh, come home this afternoon, was just working on some uh, this little thought here, and I'll be honest with you, it's a very convicting thought to my own heart, and I pray that it'll be a help to all of us, but it ought to be preached, I'm sure, in every Baptist church, amen? And so you pray with us and for us that God will use this to be a help to us tonight. John chapter 6 and verse number 41. The Bible said the Jews then murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know, how is it that he saith, I am come down from heaven? Jesus therefore answered and said unto them, Murmur not amongst yourselves. Heavenly Father, Lord, I pray that you'll take this message tonight as God, you've already spoke to my own heart, and I pray that you'll speak to all of our hearts tonight. Help us, God, to be better Christians for the honor and the glory of God. Use the message and speak to us and through us, and we'll thank you for it. In Christ's name we do pray. Amen, amen. You can be seated tonight. I really want to draw your attention uh, to verse number 41 and verse number 43. And I want you to think about this one word that appears twice uh, in this context. And it is the word murmur. And the Bible said the Jews then murmured at him. And then Jesus said in verse 43, murmur not amongst yourself. And you know, I was just thinking about uh, that word the last couple of weeks. It just seemed like the Holy Spirit kept bringing that word back to my heart about, <coughs> excuse me, uh, the word murmur. And uh, you know, I want us to think for just a few moments by way of introduction, then we'll deal with this context tonight. I want us to think about the definition of murmuring tonight. What does that definition, what, what does murmuring mean? I, I looked it up and it means this. It means to complain in a low tone. It means to say it low enough but loud enough that someone hears or to know that you're discontent with a situation. That's what murmuring is. It is not necessarily troublemaking, even though it is troublemaking in itself, but I wouldn't classify a, a murmur a, a specifically a troublemaker. It's not a complaint. A complaint is uh, when you uh, uh, go to someone and you pour it out. But murmuring, it means this. It means to whisper dissatisfaction, to raise question or doubt by showing disapproval. Murmuring often takes place in small groups or gatherings in secret or private conversation. Murmuring can be a form of mumbling under your breath, but enough, as I said, for someone to catch it, to understand what you're saying, that you're discontent, that, that, you're, that you're disapproving of maybe something or doubting something that has been said. That's what murmuring is, and that's what the Jews were doing. They were murmuring at him. Now, I want us to think about not only the difference of murmuring, but I, or the definition definition of murmuring, but the difference of murmuring. What is the difference uh, between murmuring and complaining? You see, complaining is just outright saying. I mean, if I had a complaint tonight uh, uh, with uh, Brother uh, with uh, brother Dine, and I went to him, and I said, now, Brother Dine, I don't like this. You, you Maybe you said this, or you did something that, that, that I don't like, and I'm here to tell you uh, that, that I just don't approve of that. That would be a complaint. Isn't that right? Uh, but if I was to go to Brother 
Sam or go to Brother Williams and say, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to complain. I, I'm not going to go to Brother Dine. But, you know, I just, I, mean, I just, you know, what he, I just don't agree with what he said. I just don't agree with what he did. Or, or maybe I cast some doubt and say, you know, I wonder why Brother Dye said or did that. Well, that's not a complaint. That's a murmur. And tonight, murmuring is an important thing. It's something that God takes very seriously. He opened up the earth for Korah, the sons of, or for Korah and that crowd that uh, spake against God. Uh, Moses. Uh, you remember in Numbers 21, he sent fiery serpents in uh, because the children of Israel spake against God and against Moses. And so there's the difference. Murmuring uh, can be disguised by simply saying things like, I'm just concerned. But how you know when it's a murmur and not a concern is that they go to someone else and they bring another person in that really does not need to be involved in that situation. Uh, listen, maybe there's someone that say, I would never cause trouble. I would never uh, cause trouble in a church. I would never complain uh, to the preacher. I never complain to the Sunday school teacher. I would never complain to a deacon, but uh, they would sow that little uh, a seed of discontent to maybe a friend, a family member, a church member uh, just amongst themselves and they prop it up by simply saying how much, now you know I support the church and you know I support the pastor and you know I support the Sunday school teacher, but now I haven't heard anything. Don't get nervous. I'm just preaching this because this is what God gave me to preach. And I'm sure it ain't on accident tonight. Everybody can draw from it, isn't that right? Including your pastor. I'm telling you tonight, murmuring is a very easy thing to, uh, to, to pick up in your life and let it become a character trait. And the difference is, is that it can be whispered under the radar. The difference in murmuring, the definition of murmuring. What about the destruction of murmuring? As I mentioned, God opened the earth up for a crowd that murmured. In Numbers 21, I mentioned that God sent fiery serpents that, that bit those because they spake against God and against Moses. And so when we come to this crowd or come to this text tonight, we know that, that, that murmuring can bring great destructions. You see, uh, don't let your children hear you murmur. And young people, don't you murmur. Don't murmur about school. Don't murmur about your parents. Don't murmur about having to clean up your room. Don't murmur about responsibility. Uh, don't under your breath talk about things. Uh, uh, listen, God hears every bit of that, you may not be saying in a crowd, and you may not have the guts to go say it to your parents or to say it to whoever, uh, but just as clear, uh, God will hold you just as responsible uh, for saying it. Don't sow it in somebody else's heart. Amen? I mean, murmuring is a sin tonight against God. Begin to look up that word, murmuring. And when we come to this text tonight, notice four simple things concerning murmuring. In this text, and we'll be through. First of all, I want you to notice the crowd. Notice the crowd that murmured. The Bible said the Jews then murmured at him. The Jews are murmuring at him. I would say tonight, this is a religious crowd. You know, I, you know, I can understand the world uh, murmuring tonight. I can understand the world complaining, but it ought to never be amongst the church. It ought to never be amongst Christians tonight. Uh, murmuring should not be a character trait in any of our life. Uh, if we're saved by the grace of God, uh, we ought to speak happy. We ought to say things that, that encourage, that minister grace to those uh, 
uh, that are around us. We ought to use our speech to glorify God. I preached this morning to the young people on uh, eight things, uh, eight subjects of the mind uh, that Paul gave there in Philippians chapter 4. He mentioned some subjects there. He mentions things that are true and things that are honest. Uh, those honest subjects, things that are just and pure, those are holy things. Amen? Uh, we're, to have a, uh, we're to have a holy thought process. Uh, uh, we're to have an honest thought process. Uh, he thought he talked about things that are lovely or harmonious. Uh, uh, we're to be in unity with what's going on. Uh, uh, we're to be in sync with, with our family, with our church, uh, uh, with others. Uh, uh, listen, we ought to, listen, as a man thinketh in his heart, Proverbs 27 says, uh, so is he. And listen, you and I ought to think happy thoughts and, and we ought to think harmonious thoughts uh, and holy thoughts uh, and we ought to have healthy thoughts spiritually. Uh, we ought to think on things uh, that are a virtue and a praise. Isn't that right? Things of good report. Yeah, I, I, you, we ought to say things that, that, that are, are well-pleasing to listen to, easy on the ear of the crowd that murmured here was a religious crowd. That's seen all throughout the Scriptures. In Exodus 15 and verse number 24, the Bible says, talking about the children of Israel, and the people murmured against Moses, saying, What shall we drink? In Exodus 16, one chapter over, and the whole congregation of the children of Israel murmured against Moses and Aaron in in the wilderness. Another chapter later in Acts chapter, or in Exodus chapter 17 and verse number 3 and the people thirsted there for water and the people murmured against Moses and said wherefore is it that thou brought us up out of, the, out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our cattle with thirst. You know they had such a reputation of being murmurs in the Old Testament that when you get to the book of Psalms 106 uh, and the psalmist is talking about Israel here's what he said in verse number 21 he said they forget, forget God their Savior which had done great things in Egypt wondrous things in the, in the land of Ham and terrible things by the Red Sea therefore he said that he would destroy them had not Moses his children uh, had not Moses his chosen stood before him in the breach to turn away his wrath lest he should destroy them yea they despised the pleasant land they believed not his word but murmured, notice this, in their tents uh, and hearkened unto the voice of the Lord. Therefore, he lifted up his hand against them to overthrow them in the wilderness. Uh, did you catch that? The Bible says here that they despised the pleasant land. They believed not his word uh, and they murmured in their tents. Uh, in other words, they went to the house uh, and when they shut the door of that tent and it was just them and the family sitting around and nobody else could listen you know what they did? They murmured about things that was going on amongst the people of God. Oh, may it never be said here that we murmur about the things that God's doing at Bible Baptist Church. You know, some people can find something to murmur about. I mean, they could, if you gave them a, a golden egg, I don't know if you could even find a golden egg. But if you gave them a golden egg, you know what they'd do? They'd find something wrong with it. They'd murmur about it. 
And I, I'm not here to I'm not here to take you to the whipping post tonight, Amen. I'm just telling you it's serious business. And how many churches have been destroyed? And you have to preach on it. If you don't, it'll get in your church, and more so, it'll get in your heart. It'll get in your home. Hey, listen, we ought to glorify God. We ought to say good things about the church. We ought to say good things about the membership. We ought to say good things about the leadership. We ought to say good things about what God's doing. Does it mean there's not any negative? Why, of course not. But it means we're looking beyond the faults and we're seeing the needs and we're seeing the good things that God is doing. Hey, don't be a backslid Bob. Don't be a negative Nelly. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Don't always be spreading negativity everywhere you go. Don't always be depressed. Don't always be on the down low. Don't always be sharing bad news. I'm telling you, say something positive for once. Say something that'll make somebody feel good. I'd say something that'll be an encouragement to those around you. Isn't that right? And I'll say tonight I'm amazed at the crowd here. Jews. Religious people. But yet they're murmuring. The Bible says in Luke 15 and verse 2 that the Pharisees and scribes murmured saying this man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. They murmured because Jesus loves sinners. What about that? I'm telling you today, it would be amazing. I know a pastor that left the church. Some of the men of the church came to him. People were being saved. The church was growing. Listen, it was filling up. And some of the men of the church came to him and asked him to leave because the church, they said, was growing too fast. And listen, they weren't going out and taking other members from other churches. They were knocking doors and people were being saved. And he said to me, he said, I can't believe you would ask me to leave. They said, well, things are just kindly getting out of hand. I tell you what it was. It was getting out of their hands is what it was. And they wanted to keep their thumb on it and they couldn't do that. And so because of that, you know what? They would rather him leave as to see souls saved. Isn't that a sad commentary when anybody would claim to be saved and claim to know God but they would murmur about good things happening. The crowd. Notice not only the crowd but notice the cause. Why are these people murmuring? Well, they're murmuring because they didn't like his words. The Bible said, then the Jews that murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. You see, this the cause of their murmuring is they did not like what Jesus said. Now, I want to tell you tonight, it doesn't matter from the pulpit to the pew. This is going to be true about all of us tonight. If you and I are not careful, you know what? We're going to hear things sometimes that we don't like. And I'm telling you, we're going to hear something that don't sit right with us. And if we're not careful, listen, we'll go out and tell somebody else about it. And that's murmuring, friend. I may not like what is said. I may not agree with what all is said sometimes. But I don't have to go out and tell somebody else about it. Amen. I can just listen. Keep on going and just let it be what it is and just keep on trying to serve God to the best of my ability. Amen. I remember just a few weeks ago I pulled over on the side of the road because I had to get something up here at the road at the end of the street and you know I pulled over and purposely I pulled so far out into the into the field there because I thought I don't want to be in anybody's way you know coming down the road. But my, my back bumper was just barely hanging about probably five inches out on the road right there. And would you believe a gentleman coming down, he started blowing that horn. Now, y'all pray for me. Here I am standing right in front of the church sign. 
I've tried to do right. Will you give me that much? And I've even thought, I don't want to be in somebody's way. I've got five inches of my bumper. He's got the rest of the road. And he's blowing on that horn. And I picked a rock up just to pray for him. I'm just kidding. I turned around. I said, sir, can I help you? He said, your bumper's hanging out in the road. I said, what do you want me to do about it? I thought, man, you know, I ain't going to tell you what I thought. I had to repent over it. I said, what do you want me to do about it? He said, well, I just, he said, I really like that truck. He said, I sure wouldn't want it to get hit. Oh, man. He complimented my truck. Brother David, here I was ready to sling a rock through his front windshield. Thinking he's blowing that, I mean, this, this man's blowing his horn, wanting me five inches out. Of the, and really, he was being nice. Now, I hate confessing things to y'all. But that's just, is that not the way the flesh is? Assumptions can get you in more trouble than anything else. Can I tell you what the devil does in a congregation? He'll go from this pew to that pew, from this heart to this heart, from up here to that, over here to over here to over here. And what he does, he likes to plant little thoughts in people's head. They're not even real. They're not even true. It's, he's a liar. He's a deceiver. But he'll put some little thought in your head. And if you think on it, it's not lovely. It's not of a good report. It's not a virtue. It's not a praise. Oh, but if you'll just harbor it and if you'll hold on to it, guess what? That little fantasy he put there, that little lie, that little deception, after a while it'll become something that you think is almost real and before you know it you'll begin to murmur the cause they didn't like his words they didn't like his witness they said is this not is not this Jesus the son of Joseph whose father and mother we know now here's the thing of this text here's the principle of this, this text here they knew Jesus so well that they couldn't get past who he was to hear what he was saying And I'm telling you, the people that we murmur about most of the time are people that we know very well. It's people that we love oftentimes. It's people that we care about. It's people that we go to church with. It's people that we call family. It's people that we call friends. We have to be careful that we don't let familiarity call us to, cause us to be able to, uh, to murmur about people. I mean, listen, uh, you've got to be careful because it can get back to someone. It can hurt them. Jude chapter 1 and verse 16 said, these are, these are murmurs, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's person and admiration because of advantage. You know, people in the South, and we, I've be one of us, but people in the South are very good at being sweet as sugar on the surface, amen, and making you think that there's not a problem in the world, but underneath their breath, they can go off and say something, and they may murmur about something. You've got to be careful tonight because of it. Romans 1 and verse 29 saying, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whispers. Be careful we don't whisper. I want to say the crowd, the cause. Notice the confusion. Look at the question, that last question of verse 42. How is it then that he saith, I came down from heaven? You know what I wrote beside that? Just because I don't understand something, it doesn't give me the right to murmur about it. Just because 
somebody makes a decision that maybe I don't agree with. Maybe it's a family member. Uh, listen, young people, may, maybe it's your parents and you say, well, well, I don't understand that. And uh, you know, I think every adult would agree with me on this level today, but we live in a society that thinks that we ought to have to explain everything to our children. And I'll tell you, most of us grew up in a day and time when our parents, we asked, uh, well, why can't I do this? Or why can't, they always gave you the same universal answer. It was because I said so, amen? And there were that many that there was no explanation going to be given that the authority had made a decision and you just have to live with it and you have to obey it. You know, that's a good thing. Isn't that right? Because it taught us to not question the authority that God put in our life. I would say in this hour that you and I have to remind ourselves there's going to be things on the job. There's going to be things in the family. There's going to be things at church that sometimes uh, uh, decisions that'll be made, things that may be said that you may not always understand just because you're confused and you don't understand don't go off and murmur about it don't go off and say something negative don't go off and show discontent I see the crowd the cause the confusion but notice the confrontation look at Jesus in verse 43 Jesus just hits he just hits this murmuring head on Jesus therefore answered and said unto them Murmur not amongst yourselves. I mean, here they are, Brother Danny. They're over there talking about some things, whispering. Wait, is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Well, how in the world is he saying he came down from heaven? You know what? Jesus, knowing their thoughts, you know what he does? He just confronts them. He said, quit murmuring amongst yourself. Well, thank God for somebody with a little bit of boldness. I'll tell you what murmurs need. They need somebody just to say, hey, quit that murmuring. I mean, just, and if you're mad tonight, it's because you murmur. Can I say, get an amen right there? If I'm getting on your nerves preaching, it's because I'm plowing your row up right now. Amen? I don't want to, but I'm telling you, if the shoe fits, put both feet in it, friend. Amen? Don't get mad. Get right with God. I'm just trying to help you tonight. It's all I'm trying. Now, if you're so far backslid uh, uh, that, listen, you're going to get mad and go home murmur about me preaching on murmuring. You're really in bad shape tonight. I'm just telling you, it's. Uh, I've watched good people sit in church that God used them, and they came to church, and man, they love this church. Uh, they loved everything about this church they'd stand up and testify I mean you think Bible Baptist Church was the best thing since sliced apple pie and that's pretty good isn't it with with bluebell ice cream on top of it and you thought man this church was the best thing in the world you know what happened to them I'll tell you what happened to them they got cold they backslid in their heart and that joy of how much they love, boy, when they come to church, they couldn't find nothing wrong with us. Y'all know that's not true. Now, you know what they do? They sit around and talk about, about so-and-so, about such-and-such. I don't know why. I'm telling you, this is what God told me to preach tonight. And they talk about things. And you know what happens to them people? They get more and more miserable. And then they get to the place where they say, well, you know what, I'm just not going to do anything for God anymore around there. I'm just going to go to church. I'm going to go to church and, and I'm not going to bother nobody and I don't want nobody bothering me. Boy, that's a good Christian attitude. And I've seen people do it. I'm going to tell you tonight what murmuring will do. It'll eat you like a cancer. It'll rob you of your joy and your victory. And here's what will happen. You'll backslide on God and you won't even realize it. You know, the only thing that'll put you back in the traces again is a good old-fashioned sermon. 
It just brings us right back. Jesus said, murmur not amongst yourselves. You know, when our children, and they're here tonight, and they can testify this to be true. When they were growing up, we made it a goal. And I'm not telling you that, that we were squeaky clean, but we made it a goal to never say anything bad about anybody at the church. We wanted them growing up, because this is true, what I'm about to say. We wanted our children growing up believing that God's people are the best people on planet Earth. They're not perfect, but they're the best people you're ever going to meet in this walk of life. And I'm telling you tonight, murmuring is a sin. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 10 said, Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmur and were destroyed of the destroyer. The Bible said in Philippians 2 and verse 14, Do all things without murmurings and disputings. Notice the consequences. I want you to see the consequences. You know what it does? It hinders your fellowship with, with, with Christ and your fellowship with others. You know, when you murmur about someone, it gets harder to love them. It gets harder to pray for them. It can't even get hard to look them in the eye. Proverbs 16, 28 says, A froward man soweth strife, and a whisper separateth chief friends. Psalms 41 and verse 7 all that hate me whisper together against me. Against me do they devise my hurt. I'll say tonight, murmuring causes division. It causes doubt. It causes discouragement. It changes people's spirit. It causes them to get the wrong idea. It'll have you, sometimes you could walk up to a crowd and, and maybe they're sitting there murmuring and all of a sudden they get quiet when you walk up. That's well, awkward, isn't it? <laughs> they start counting ceiling tiles. Whistling. You know, just, and, and you just wanted to walk up and fellowship. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. They were saying some things they probably shouldn't have been saying. Hey, you got to remember, young people, don't let it be in your vocabulary. Don't say things like, man, I, you know, I, I, don't, I don't like school. Say something like, well, I thank God I don't have to go to school the rest of my life. There you go. Isn't that something to praise God for? I thank God that I live in a country where I can still get an education. I thank God I don't have to grow up dumb. Er, amen? Just kidding. It's trying to get you to smile a little bit. I'm just saying, there's always something to thank God for. Isn't that right? I mean, uh, uh, you know, I'll give you an example. I go over there in that pen. I was telling them today, that pen over there in the, in the, uh, uh, in the uh, Sunday school room, it's been there since 1961 and uh, been used. And I, when I go over there, a lot of times I see that pen, and here's what I see, and I've been meaning to make a sign forevermore on it. But I, I'll go over there and I'll see it, and, and you know what will happen? Uh, the pen will still be left out, and, and it'll be left up, and, or there'll be something sitting on top of it. Let me just go ahead and make a announcement. But don't set anything on a piano. Can I get an amen right there? Amen. We don't set nothing on a piano. Isn't that right? I mean, because you want to keep it looking nice. Do y'all still believe that? Amen. And I'll go through there sometime, and I'll see something sitting on it, and I'll move it. And you know what? Sometimes I've walked off, Brother Dana, and I said, man, when's this crowd going to get this? Oh, I'm telling you. Let me get down here. I'm like, how many times have I got to say, don't put something on the piano? And I said that one day, and the Lord said, quit murmuring. Come on now. And it still ain't right to put some on pen, okay? 
I was telling young people that day, I said, you know what? I could complain about that piano. But you know what? I ought to look at it and think, wonder how many souls have walked down the aisle of that or hallway of that, of that Sunday school corridor and walked down there and got saved. How many invitations have been played on that piano? How many souls have been saved? Wonder how many, wonder how many lives have been changed in an invitation at that piano been played over there since 1961. I miss the blessing because of something that, yes, it's right, but it can get the best of you. It don't look so sanctified. Think about it. So many times if you're not careful, you can look around in life and you can just see the negative in everything when there's so much good to look at. God has been so good. He has blessed us in so many ways. I'm telling you, I know this world's turned upside down, but isn't it good to be alive on a Wednesday night? Don't you thank God you're not in the hospital? You're not stuck in a nursing home somewhere so you're not laid up in a bed somewhere so, but you're in church on a Wednesday night you're in your right mind you got a good place to go a good place to worship you're not looking for a church but thank God you got a place to go tonight I'm telling you God's been good to us you know the more I think about it thank God we got another piano over our brother David for people to just set stuff on Please don't ever do that. It just drives me nuts. But hey, don't murmur. Amen. Be happy. Get up every day. Don't say, I got to go to work. I say, I get to go to work. Don't say, I got to go to school. I get to go to school. Don't say, it's Wednesday night and I got to go to church. No, we get to go to church tonight. I'm just telling you, it's where, it's where we all live tonight. I know if I give this invitation, why, truthfully known, every, every one of us ought to be in the altar, including myself. But I'm not asking you just to come for that reason tonight. I, I want you just to mind God. And if you need to use the altar, and I mean, <coughs> who wouldn't have to raise their hand and say, well, guilt is charged. That's not who I'm pointing out, and that's not who I'm preaching to right now. But I'm telling you, if there's somebody here in this church and you're saying, hey, preacher, it's not just guilt is charged. It's become a major part of my vocabulary. It's become a big part of my character. It's, I used to be so happy. I used to be a person that always, I always glorified or tried to glorify God and look for the good. And I'll be honest with you, I've just been nasty the last several months. I've had a bad spirit, a bad attitude. I, I've been seeing things. And that's who I'm preaching to right now. If that's you, hey, don't, don't be too ashamed, so ashamed that you won't come do business with God tonight. I'll tell you, have, you can have victory. Every day you live, every day that we live, <clears throat> we ought to make the best of it. We ought to make the most of it. And we ought to enjoy the life God's given us as we stand tonight. I don't want to be a member, whether it be of the church or my family. I just don't want to spend my days murmuring. And I, I'm telling you, I confess to you tonight. I don't like to confess, but I mean, I'm made the same... <coughs> stuff you are <coughs> I just want to enjoy the life God's give us I'm so thankful God let us have this church in 2022 he's let us come together as a body of believers I thank God he let our paths cross that he brought you here he brought us all here to this place for such a time as this and the truth is tonight God's been way better to me 
than I ever deserve. I don't have anything to complain about. He's been so good, so good tonight. And we owe him all the glory and honors. Brother Sam sings, you need to come. You obey God tonight.